See Heather McDonald, James O'Keefe, and Sheriff David Clark at Freedom Summit 2018. Get your tickets at freedomsummitchicago.com. Good morning, Dan and Amy. And uh, a question that's being batted about is uh, have shrill Democrat socialists ensured that the Great Revolt continues through November 6th? To answer that question for us, let's talk to the author of The Great Revolt, Inside the Populist Coalition, Reshaping American Politics, also reporter for The Washington Examiner, New York Post columnist, CNN contributor. She is Selena Zito. Selena, thanks for being with us again. Appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. And so uh, what about that? Uh, You're uh, one of the uh, outlets for which you work, The Washington Examiner, reporting yesterday 28-point spread among independents, uh, negative in the direction of Democrats in terms of their handling of the Kavanaugh confirmation. Um, is, is that sustainable through November 6th? Well, I mean, you know, 30 days can't be forever in American politics. Having said that, the Democrats have sustained an energy level for two years. So <laughs> it's not improbable to imagine that Republicans and independents who are unsatisfied with the way Kavanaugh was handled um, are going to uh, maintain that level of anxiety about the Democrats all the way up until Election Day. I mean, Republicans can take advantage of it if they're smart in, in states that has, have early voting and, you know, um, make sure that they get their voters out to the, to the polls. And also they can utilize um, absentee ballots. But Democrats are doing the same as well. Mm-hmm. I, I think the key here is independence. I think Republicans are already um, really, really energized. Uh, Ten days ago, I would have said the enthusiasm is nowhere near equal. That has completely changed in the handling of Brett Kavanaugh. That doesn't mean he is someone who is liked. You have to remember this is a, a gentleman who went to a prep school, uh, you know, who's had a, you know, um, a life very different than a lot of people across the country, but it's not him personally. It's how he was treated that has galvanized these voters around him and away from the Democrats. And, Selena, what do you make of Christine Blasey Ford, her attorney, saying over the weekend that uh, they're not going to pursue impeachment, that, that they're going to leave this alone? Uh, I suspect that Dr. Ford probably wants her life go well you can never go back but to at least start to take on the form of normal um as quickly as possible there's nothing more destabilizing than having your life thrown up in the air uh not being separated from your family um social media you know um sort of taking over um every corner of your life so i suspect that you know she's going to to want this now this might make people question her motives, uh, but I think that would be probably unfair. I think a lot of people looked at her testimony and thought she was believable, but weren't quite sure if she was, um, you know, uh, had the full had the full um, um, sort of evidence to back her up. And we've had uh, some back and forth, some disagreement this morning on this topic. Um, the idea of actually pursuing uh, perjury charges against uh, the women who came forward and uh, who spoke 
under fel- uh, under uh, penalty of perjury, including Ford or uh, a guest we had previously suggesting a leverage Ford with the potential of a perjury charge to ascertain uh, the role that her attorney, Deborah, uh, Miss Katz, and uh, who worked for George Soros and collusion with Dianne Feinstein and Senate Judiciary Democrats. It strikes me that there's no appetite for that, and that would be a good way for Republicans to have this thing turn on them. But I want to get your perspective. Yeah, absolutely. This is very similar, and probably half your audience isn't old enough to remember this, (laughs) but this is very similar to how uh, then-President Gerald Ford handled um, uh, uh, resigned President Nixon in that um, he— pardoned him. And while nobody has pardoning powers over uh, uh, other people's testimonies, it's the same kind of thing where where people want to put this chapter behind us and uh, the chips will fall where they may in terms of how where people fall on how this was prosecuted uh, by the Democratic Party. And many people also believe by uh, my profession and by Hollywood getting involved. It's, 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 it's on the lines of culture more than mm-hmm. politics. It's more of an in-out thing than a left-right thing. Well, yesterday, President Trump, or last night, President Trump apologized on behalf of the nation. Were you expecting him to say that, or did that throw you a little off guard? Nothing he says throws me off guard because <laughs> I have the, uh, the expectation <laughs> that he will always say something there that is go. not Perfect. something that any other president has ever said because that's who he is, right? Uh, this, is just, this is just further proof. Look, I mean, if you're a politician and, and you're a Republican politician, you're looking at that like, okay, well, Kavanaugh um, uh, gave a heartfelt uh, apol- uh, you know, sort of outline of who he is. And, and sort of a somewhat apology for political, too much politics in his initial statement. And the president uh, ginned up as, uh, the people that are already excited to come out and vote and feel as though he was treated wrong. So I, <laughs> not, uh, it, it, in terms of politics, it, it, for the president, it, it, it did what he wanted it to do. And for Democrats, it did made them just as mad as they've been. I wanted to uh, address another topic because the one group it doesn't seem like we can do anything to uh, generate more enthusiasm from are the Russians. Uh, This report out uh, yesterday that uh, researchers find no evidence that Russia is messing with the 2018 election, at least not yet. These are uh, groups of computer security and influence operators uh, that are uh, making this uh, essentially threat assessment. Boy, I, I tell you, um, there's no evidence of Russian collusion in the 2016 campaign, and there's no evidence of Russian interference in the 2018 campaign. The Democrats seem to be losing one of their central uh, themes in terms of the Bill of Particulars against Trump. Well, if you're a Democrat, I believe that you're always going to firmly believe that because we have become so polarized in that we want to believe, you know, it's like politics has replaced religion for a lot of people, right? And they're going to defend their um, their religion, um, you know, to the end. 
And so I think that it's going to be hard-pressed to find uh, a Democrat who's going to be persuaded to believe otherwise, and it's going to be hard-pressed to um, find a Republican that says, I told you so. <laughs> well, right. I mean, uh, the, the left, though, in particular, I mean, um, we're say, just the this, this Scott Kelly thing yesterday, this apology for quoting Winston Churchill, I mean, or, or Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez misstating the uh, historical rationale for the Electoral College. On the left, it seems like uh, if I feel, I don't have to know. And, and so that's well, sort of, yeah, that's sort of a danger pla- dangerous place, it seems to me. I, again, I think it's this in-out thing in, uh, in our culture, elite or not elite, right? And, um, and, and so I think um, uh, Mr. Kelly, an astronaut who... Uh, is is seen as someone who came from sort of the middle of the country and has been, you know, somewhat of a moderate in terms of politics uh, until his it was his sister-in-law that was shot. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Correct. Yeah. Right. Gabby. Right. Giffords, right. Um, you know, for him to be unable to quote Churchill is something you would only find in elite circles. It is not something that you would find out in the Midwest. Uh, where people have a more pragmatic view of Churchill, as opposed to the left, who now has found him to be someone awful. Uh, so, you know, I, you know, I, I think our left-right blur outside of D.C. is not as, you know, uh, people are usually just a couple degrees between each other. I have a story about that in the New York Post on Sunday. People are typically only a couple degrees away from each other on 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 most issues, but in Washington, um, th- there is a bigger divide between the people in the middle of the country and them. And I think that's maybe where the election breaks, and not left right. And uh, wanted to get your take. Uh, what you may know that uh, most of us wouldn't about uh, the. Rod Rosenstein, Trump meeting on Air Force One yesterday, long anticipated what uh, what his future is and what the truth is behind that story about him uh, wanting to go, you know, uh, Maxwell Smart on Trump. I have no idea. (laughs) Okay, All right. Fair enough. I literally have. I literally. um, Well, because I live in Pittsburgh and, you know, uh, only uh, go to Washington when absolutely necessary. Uh, I'm I'm not really tapped into the palace intrigues of, of of Washington as much as I am more tapped into the people outside of Washington. Fair enough. Well, that's uh, your stock and trade, and that's uh, what differentiates <laughs> you. There's no question. She's Selena Zito. The book you got to pick up: The Great Revolt Inside the Populist Coalition, Reshaping American Politics. And you can always get Selena's work at the Washington Examiner, the New York Post, and on CNN. Selena, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. And she joined us on our turnkey.pro answer line. You've made the switch, and it feels so good. You've switched to Chicago's morning answer on AM 560, The Answer.